What is up, Steel? Studyings. Happy Monday, October 11, 2021. A victory Monday for your Pittsburgh Steelers. And what a great Monday it is. Steelers finally get off the schneid, move to two and three, break their three-game losing streak, and it all came together. The vision for what this offense would be when all parts were clicking, and should they be able to sustain this type of offensive momentum and consistency, this team could win some games. So thankful that you're here with me today on episode number 120 of the study session. I am your host, Jeremy Ritz, here at The Still Study. want to thank you so much for being a supporter of the site, for listening to the study sessions, listening to The Still Study podcast, reading my work. It means the world to me, so thank you so much for that. If you haven't checked out my honor roll list for who made the honor roll and who is in need of improvement following the game versus the Denver Broncos at home, please check that out on the site. A lot of content coming to you this week. Going for seven more straight days of study sessions. We'll have a new Still Study podcast on Saturday. Going to try to have a study study notes out for you today. My reflections on the game the day after. So be on the lookout for a lot of great content coming this week. And also, too, if you don't know, I also do a podcast with Jim Wexel called the Steelers Insider Podcast. On Jim's site, the Still City Insider, we record Tuesday mornings at 5 a.m. And that goes up right after around 6, 6.15 a.m. So be sure to check that out Tuesday morning. Jim has great insight to the team. And that's always a fun gig. So check that out, the Steelers Insider Podcast. But again, the Steelers get their second victory of the season, 27-19 to over the Denver Broncos. And really, they came out of the gate dominant. Ben Roethlisberger for the second consecutive week connected with Deontay Johnson on a deep pass, 50 yards for a touchdown. Calling into question the criticism that Ben is unable to throw the deep ball, he is showing that he could do that. And really, the offensive line played well enough yesterday to where they gave him time to throw. And while he didn't have gaudy statistics, not 300-plus yards, three touchdowns, he still did well throwing for over 250 Two touchdowns, no picks. He did have the fumble when he was sacked. But overall, Ben played well. And Ben really was, and I talked about this over the summer, he was Ben 2.0, the Ben that they need him to be in order for this team to play winning football. And that is a quarterback who prioritizes the running game, gets the running game going. And really, Najee Harris had his coming out party finally for the Steelers, rushing for over 100 yards scoring a touchdown. He had two receptions for 20 yards and really was just all world for the Steelers offense. The dude is good and he's going to be good for a long time and he's only scratched the surface of what he's going to be able to contribute to this team. In very saddening news, Juju Smith-Schuster, we found out today, is going to be out for the duration of the entire season as he's going to have Shoulder surgery, he took that big shot yesterday. And you could just tell, following the hit, that it wasn't going to be good. He was grimacing in pain. Juju is a tough guy, physical, but he took a shot. And unfortunately, he's going to be lost for the year. And 
it's a good thing that Chase Claypool and Deontay Johnson are stepping up as they have been in recent weeks, and they're going to be called upon even more now that Smith-Schuster is going to be out. And they're going to be featured more in this offense. And you're, you have to wonder how they're going to compensate for Juju's loss. Does this require Matt Canada to get the tight ends more involved in the passing game? This obviously elevates James Washington's role in the passing attack. Cody White will probably continue to get a helmet, and he dropped that big pass yesterday. It was right there. I know the announcers were saying that some of that was on Roethlisberger. I I didn't see that at all. It hit him right in the hands, and had he made that catch, that would have been a big play for the Steelers. So Cody White's going to be called upon. And you have to wonder about some of the other players on the practice squad, if they're going to get a hat, if they're going to find their way onto the field now. That Juju is hurt. Steven Sims, guy they signed as a free agent who was in Washington there for a period of time. He also lends some things in the return game. Rico Bussey, could he potentially be given a shot? Or will this team make a move in free agency at the wide receiver position? And if you flash back to conversations that occurred over the summer about James Washington being disgruntled with his role in the Steelers' offense and how potentially he could be traded, that he requested a trade. Thank God they didn't trade him because now is the perfect example of the Steelers holding tight how it's paying dividends for them right now. So the Steelers know what they're doing when it comes to their personnel, and it's a good thing that they held on to Washington and that he is now available to step in for Juju. So here's a Juju getting healthy. That's probably a wrap for him with the Steelers. I doubt he will return now unless he gives the team a discount. Don't know if this injury lessens his value, but it doesn't appear that he'll be returning with the team after this season. The defense for three quarters played extremely well yesterday. Teddy Bridgewater could get nothing done in the passing game. The Steelers were effective against the rushing attack of Denver, which is pretty quality with Melvin Ingram, the veteran, and the rookie, Javante Williams. They did give up a massive run. Well, not a massive run. But it was a pretty big gainer, 40-plus yards. Alex Highsmith got caught looking in the backfield, and he just tore off a big run that gave the team some momentum. But that was thwarted by a big sack by Devin Bush. But their run defense hasn't been outstanding this year. They're giving up chunk plays, but as I said, the – the defense really was solid for three quarters and then come along the fourth quarter. And really the game, I wouldn't say the game was out of hand at that point, but it was seen, it seemed to be salted away. But they just started hemorrhaging yardage and giving up touchdowns. And before you know it, knew it, 
the game seemed a lot tighter than what it should have been. Now, thankfully, that didn't result in a loss and the Steelers were able to hang on. James Pierre got burnt for a big touchdown. That's the second time we've seen that this season. Now, he was stepping in for an injured Cam Sutton. And to Pierre's credit, he did make the game-saving play there at the end on the interception. But he's got to play better. And he's a young guy, so there is room for growth for him. I was probably a little too critical of him after the game in my honor roll needs improvement list. And Minka Fitzpatrick, I just feel like he's been absent from the playmaking component of the Steelers' defense. And yes, he should have had a touchdown on that blocked field goal return last week. That was eliminated due to the penalty. But he seems like he's either a step late to make the tackle or he's out of position in coverage. I'm not sure what's going on there. Last year, there were similar concerns that he was a bit inconsistent. So... I've been a bit disappointed in what I've seen from Minka Fitzpatrick. He's capable of more. Or maybe we were just spoiled by his first year with the team and all the splash that he brought along. But would like to see more from Fitzpatrick. And Cameron Hayward, what can you say about Hayward other than he is the consummate professional. Game in, game out. He's consistent. He's dominant. And he was again yesterday. They need to get Stephon to it back to keep that defensive line fresh. They're tired. He's needed. And then Devin Bush injured his groin. That sack that he had was just an example of the type of playmaker that he could be. Gave the team a lot of momentum. Who knows how long he's going to be out now with the groin. This is groin injury central. Hopefully he can get healthy, but it's doubtful he's going to be on the field this weekend against the Seahawks. But it's a beautiful day because it's a win. It's an opportunity for the Steelers to build some confidence and to go into Heinz Field Sunday night this coming week against the Seahawks, start stacking some wins, build some confidence, keep that running game going, let Ben be Ben 2.0, play within the system, get that defense healthier, and maybe they can go on a bit of a tear. Again, It wasn't a great win because of how things ended up yesterday, especially with the fourth quarter. I don't want to call it a letdown, but just the softening of that defense. But things need to get better. But it is a start, and the Steelers have broken their three-game losing streak. And studying, 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 studying. That is the end, the conclusion of episode number 120 of the study session. I'm your host, Jeremy Ritz. Thanking you so much for joining me here today. Please drop me a line at thestillstudy at gmail.com or give me a follow on Twitter at stillstudy. Would love to get your question or comment on the show. We have the Steelers Saturday mailbag that will be coming out on Saturday, as always. Getting your questions on the show. So send your questions to me via email or Twitter. And remember, life is beautiful in the black and gold. Peace. Peace.